You made it weird. weird. Yeah. What the hell? I did. <laughs> um, uh, what's up, weirdos? How does he talk? I just did crusty. Let me tell you guys a little something about Alpha Brain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he's on now? Is he on Nootropics now? He I kinda, like eats hemp or something. I kind of fell yeah. off that podcast. Yeah. I left my wife and now I'm crashing. <laughs> you made it weird. Oh. <laughs> Have I mentioned my wife? <laughs> yeah. Um, hello, everyone. Welcome to Pod Damn America. Uh, I'm Jake Flores. I have with me. Let's do a little roll call. Um, let's go around the table. Ragav. <laughs> I thought I thought you were gonna say I thought you were gonna say my name. I haven't done the podcast <laughs> in like four weeks. Rolling. I'm Ragav Meta. What you have to know is when he said that he put his arms all the way out as if to go. What the fuck? <laughs> I was waiting for Jake to say my name. I thought that's how he was going to introduce me. That's not how Hi. roll call What's works. Up? Roll call. Well, I guess it is actually. Yeah, it the is. Teacher you say my name, goes, I say it here. All right. Um, all right. Roll call. Uh, Alex P- Patak. My name is Dirty Dan, and I'm on the floor. <laughs> you always find me when you're out on the floor. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dirty. It'd be so funny if the mic didn't pick that up. <laughs> no, it's I hope faintly. It. I hope so. It, it came in, but it's coming in like this weird back. You know how things are funnier when they're ten feet away from a mic sometimes. Oh yeah. It sounded like a guy was rapping in, out in the room next to us. You got to get closer. Old if you school think that's style. funny, you will love the episode of this podcast. <laughs> um, and we have special guest Jeremy Hammond. Hi. Hi, welcome. We should uh, explain Back. that Jeremy and I are sharing one mic and leaning in doo-wop style to add <laughs> our contribution. Yeah, but then sometimes we forget and we just go, bop, bop, boop, bop, and then that's on the show. We're podcasting like we're um, we're recording a sick track in like a recording booth, and both you guys are on that mic, and one of us is across the room, Rick James style, going, yes, you got it, <laughs> you nailed that riff. We're the girls who sing the Juicy Hook. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, you're the background singers, um, like Ray Charles's background singers. You know, he used to get so mad at his background singers, he would like fire them and then just sing the part himself, and then raise the pitch up to where he sounded like a woman, and then layer it like seven times. Isn't that fucking crazy? Well, his brother died in a bucket, so that's what you do. <laughs> Didn't uh, uh, Billy Corgan did a similar thing with like all the instruments for Smashing Pumpkins? I'm a rat in a cage. <laughs> <laughs> Do what you want. <laughs> he sang it like that, and then he turned the pitch way down. <laughs> he actually he actually just talks like this. To, to add to that, also I heard John Stewart was so mad his writers went on strike or tried to unionize that for like a year, him and his producer scrapped all their material and just wrote their own stuff. Really? Like they would keep submitting stuff and be like, fuck you, writer guy. And oh, then they yeah. just write other stuff. Well, I guess and I didn't I notice that episode where he was just dressed up in blackface and saying he's Wyatt Cenoc. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's when it went downhill. Yeah. But that's just me. And that was like a big story during the during the WGA strike was like people were like, wow, it's like so cool of Jon Stewart that he like really cares so much about his show that he'll like still work during the strike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like a fucking scab. He's like uh, some part of a wound that won't close. <laughs> he won't close. 
It never closes. Some unhealthy habit. <laughs> oh, there was some sort of an ill rodent that we could use to like portray what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Susio. This has never happened before. Um, speaking of Billy Corgan, he's like an out and open like libertarian now. Yeah. Which, if you watch the video for tonight, tonight, it all made so much sense. <laughs> yeah, the, that stupid hat. Yeah, and the pocket watch and shit. It's you know. funny. <laughs> but, but in like '98, he was on like some free Tibet shit, and then. 2012 happened he's like climate change isn't real um, <laughs> and, and then he went full all right it's insane but it's not that he's just like libertarian is that he goes on Infowars and he co-signs like every conspiracy theory alex jones has <laughs> yeah he'll just be like salamanders are chinese and uh, he's like yep that's right <laughs> <laughs> just in the corner nodding on the world is a vampire man <laughs> yeah, yeah. i have a theory that you can't trust the political leanings of anyone who's actively trying to get famous because like all those guys they're just all over the fucking place they switch every couple years you know and it's like because they need yeah looking at you parkland kids (laughs) (laughs) yeah just take a shot at the parkland kids as soon as possible that's take a shot at them shots fired parkland kids (laughs) ragav's coming for you oh my god i just felt so much release Anyway, uh, speaking of the Parkland kids and other things that aren't real, um, <laughs> now according to Roseanne, um, you know, they're they're like crisis actors or something. Uh, we are here. We are gathered this evening in uh, holy uh, something to discuss covenant. Hell yeah, dude! We're on top of a pentagram. Um, we're here to discuss fucking Roseanne the reboot. We talked about it a little bit last week, but I guess we. Decide, we decided it warranted a full-on viewing episode. Yeah. Can I, I, uh, go nuts, please. Yeah, I, I, uh, uh, I had seen your tweet about uh, uh, no platforming Roseanne. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and then I saw a couple other people like vaguely mention Roseanne, and I texted Alex. Is Alex is generally my my like go? You Roseanne go to guy. He's like my person in the know. Who if like something's happening on Twitter, I feel like he kind of understands it. I'm like Jeremy's political commissar. <laughs> I like that it. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That You're makes like sense. um That's very scary. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Varus the spider. <laughs> but with television shows. I hear little birds think the Parkland kids are actors. <laughs> <laughs> you Good. see school shootings are a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> Come get in my boat and we'll whisk you away. Nice. Uh but the point is that I was gonna watch the new Roseanne. Uh, just because whatever, you know, you got to fill the days somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Slowly towards death, I understand. (laughs) And I texted Alex and I said, did Roseanne do something bad? I didn't know anything about what she's been up to the past, what, 20 years? Yeah, she's been like this for a minute. Yeah, no, that's what I found out. Uh, And uh, and then I watched it and I texted him updates throughout the night uh, (laughs) just about... Because it's now it, I am laughing. <laughs> I mean, taking the that take, was not one of the updates. No, it was not one of the updates. <laughs> T- taking the politics out of it, it's just an outright bad show. Yeah. Uh, the format is showing its age. That was the real takeaway. I had. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> wait. You mean that young Sheldon isn't high art? <laughs> yeah, dude. There's so much going on here. Because I honestly like, it, I didn't think it was that 
like as terrible. I didn't think it was as terrible as I would like to say it was. I, I really don't want to be one of these people that's like, um, oh, I don't like someone's politics. And Therefore, it's not they're not. Yeah, like I don't think politics and humor are necessarily that correlated with each other like people like to do this thing where someone turns out to be a rapist and then they go oh you know what and by the way i never thought louis ck was funny he made some people laugh at some (laughs) point you know that happened kind of a lot of people um so like this show kind of like i don't know really where to place it because I'm a big fan of, like, old sitcoms. I never watched Roseanne growing up, so I kind of didn't know what the fuck was going oh, on. Oh, see, I loved Roseanne growing up. Oh. That tracks. And that's why I wanted to watch it. That's, like, that's part of why I wanted to watch it to begin with. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I don't, like, love Roseanne the person necessarily. Right, right. So I didn't know what she was up to. She's your mom. You don't have to like her. You just have to love her. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, I grew up on like Nick at Night. Like I loved like you know, Taxi and all these old yeah. classic TV shows, love, right? I so love Lucy. there's some extent to which like I think Roseanne kind of almost hits that like mark of being like a cool like all in the family like oh it's this you know meditation on the working class sort of thing, which is what they're trying to sell it as real hard. But I think with her politics, it kind of doesn't really like check out. Um, I'll say this: when the intro fucking rolled in, I got this eerie feeling like. Um, we were like three hours into the uh, Too Many Cooks sketch. <laughs> right. And, you know, we were just like exploring some weird avenue of like American television media that shouldn't exist. Let's break down the intro because it's weird. It's all of the family and the camera's spinning and they're in the kitchen and jazz music is playing and they're handing each other bowls and stuff. And it's like, mm-hmm. bow, 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 bow. And then it's really weird at the end because they all put on clan hoods and they <laughs> light stuff on fire. <laughs> and then you just watch the show. Yeah, and there's just harmonica <laughs> blasting. Uh, that was my favorite part. John Goodman's uh, a big fat clan guy. You yeah, can tell like, which I one's I know in. which one you are. I know. You're the fat one. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's weird, like, it just, on top of her being, like, a MAGA chud Nazi person, there's also this reboot aspect of it, which is, like, this isn't, she wasn't okay the first time we started doing this with TV shows. Like, it's <laughs> shitty, it's a cheap ploy, we shouldn't be, le- like, supporting this, you know, you can't really stop anyone from watching a TV show or whatever, but, like, this is, these are bad, we, we could be making good shit, like, the three camera, uh, you know, sitcom live fucking laugh track thing is not good anymore we're just being like ironic Mm -hmm. hipsters by kind of you know uh hearkening back like it's weird it just seems like it's made for postmodern millennials you know nazism aside the reboot (laughs) that's how i start a lot of sentences if john mulaney couldn't make it good no one's gonna make it good that was i was thinking john mulaney show the entire time i watched this yeah (laughs) yeah why why because it's not the the only other sitcom you watched it's like he was trying really hard to do a 90s style sitcom yeah and just fucking failed and she's rebooted with the exact same elements this 90s style sitcom and put like uh, Trump train in it every five minutes. People are like, "This is fresh." Yeah, America <laughs> loves this. Yeah, somewhere he's out there watching this, going, "What the fuck?" <laughs> uh, uh, probably not, but uh, it's also just packed with like cliches. Which yeah, is, like, uh, her sister's the nasty woman, and then uh, oh, they, they never explain. We have so much to discuss. Yeah, right, 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 that, right. By the way. I think it's still like talking high level, just like sitcom conceptual things, like. One of the things that's really disappointing about it to me is that it's on ABC, uh-huh. right? And ABC has, like, for better or worse, like, been kind of known in the past, like, five or six years for having kind of, like, 
well you talk about like the like the cliches of like the sitcom right they've kind of done well to push against that right they have very wholesome family sitcoms they have modern family is for better or worse like a wholesome family sitcom that does quite well interesting you know and it's not a laugh track three camera show yeah and they have uh uh fresh off the boat and they have blackish and they have this sort of like very diverse lineup of like family wholesome sitcoms yeah yeah they had lost which was a jesus show it turned out (laughs) it's very wholesome um which famously did have a laugh track yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh if you watch it with a laugh track it's way better check <laughs> out the polar bear <laughs> <laughs> Woo! yeah it's Woo! like married with children the toilet flushes when the po- polar bear comes on screen <laughs> everyone hoots and howls um, it, it is like the logical conclusion like my friend and i were talking about his day and he's like it's like if this was us co- combined with modern family on the set of all in the family like, but the worst parts of all of those shows. Okay, like before we even get into the show, I just want to touch back on All in the Family because I got into a big Twitter fight with Ron Funches over this. It's too bad you couldn't get him for the podcast, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I really want to meet him. Hey, well, Jake. <laughs> for a brief, I mean, for a minute, I could have DM'd him because what happened was I followed him. He didn't follow me back. And then he went, um, hey. <laughs> <laughs> this is the root of the thing. <laughs> Well, I'm just, it's just, I try to paint a picture here because something happened. He goes like, um, "Are you guys telling me you can handle Archie Bunker, but you can't handle Roseanne? Like, what's going on with that?" And I was like, "Well, you know, Archie Bunker was played by a guy who wasn't actually in real life Archie Bunker. Like, that's kind of the difference here." Yeah. Um, you know, and he goes like, "How do you know that's true?" And he deleted this tweet, but he goes, "How do you know that's true?" And I go, mm-hmm. "Well, I googled it. Uh, B, <laughs> I like that show, and see, like." He wasn't on TV, like, caping for fucking, you know, right-wing fascists or whatever. He wasn't, like, a George Wallace guy or whatever. And additionally, Um, All in the Family was sometimes a funny show. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that's kind of, like, why it was. Because, like, satire is this thing where you are playing a character who is a thing that is bad. Like, you don't believe the actual words. You're saying things yes. kind of in jest, right? To show how bad it is. But like this, this is show. This is not the case with this <laughs> fucking show. It's not even portrayed that way. I mean, it's really, like, portrayed in a way that's very um, sympathetic to this family being, like, you know, quote-unquote the white working class that voted for Trump, which in itself is already, like, a bad kind of myth, I think. Not that that didn't exist, but the idea that that's, like, um, who to blame all this stuff on is kind of, like, it's way more complicated than that. There's nobody with McMansions in the suburbs to point your fingers at for the Trump presidency. Right. Trump was fucking (laughs) elected by... a huge voting block with all of the money behind it. Yeah, and it's just, like, uh, it reminds me of, like, J.D. Vance and, like, Hillbilly Elegy shit, this really popular idea of, like, um, you know, the real people that caused this, that spoke their minds, were, like, these salt of the earth, you know, fucking poor working class people. And working class people... They're all over the place politically, you know? Like, they, most of them don't vote. Some of them are Trump. Some of them are fucking Hillary. Some of them are Sanders. Like, some of them just drink in the garage. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the reason I think that's kind of a shitty way to sell this show is it just perpetuates that myth. And it's, you know, it's, it's like, headed up by Roseanne, 
who's like, oh, I got a platform to say all this Trump shit I want to say. But it's also like the writing staff's all like liberal comedians, you know? Yeah. It's like funny people like Morgan Murphy's writing on it and shit. Yeah, Morgan Murphy was a surprise on the on the writing staff for me. Yeah, Whitney Cumming is like, Cummings is like executive producing it or something, which Wanda I... Wanda Sykes is a consulting producer. Yeah. What? Yeah, I don't get it. Didn't Morgan Murphy like get in on this uh, fa- Twitter fight? With you? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I was at work in a fucking pizza restaurant, and, like, Chris D'Elia and Morgan, all these fucking famous people are, like, chiming in, like, you get him, Ron. And, like, somebody at one point was like, uh, yeah, this is when Jake is going to ask to talk to your manager. And the thing is, I was literally working at a pizza restaurant <laughs> that receives daily death threats because of the shit Roseanne is peddling on Twitter. She's a pizza gator. And li- like you guys receive threats from pizza games? Multiple That's kind of cool. Multiple pizza. death threats. No. Okay, so Ping Pong Comet Pizza or whatever in DC is where like the conspiracy theory of yeah. Pizzagate yeah. started. I ate there. But it's the conspiracy theory has gotten so out of control. That's awesome. <laughs> it was pretty good, man. Did you but, get the uh, cheese gross. pizza well, wink well, wink? Listen, so, so that the... was the girl pe- <laughs> cheese pizza. Damn it, I was going for that. <laughs> <laughs> I but, was going to say the meatball was good, but the young boy penis was a <laughs> <laughs> He just did the okay hands like the guy in the pizza box. A young boy, a penis. Um, a little okay sign. You put a boy's penis through. So I work at a different pizza restaurant, and I talk to one of the guys that answers the, phones, answers the phones, and apparently we just get multiple death threats a day. And most of them are joking, and then every once in a while one of them is like, like one in five is like a deranged like 50-year-old man what? or whatever. And so what it's... Do they just think that all pizza places are in on this? Yes. Okay, every so pizza, now it's just every... The, the Pizzagate people are just... The concept of pizza means child oh, pornography, wow. right? But... So, like, then the the Sal's famous from, from Do the Right Thing. Yeah. <laughs> is that why the Papa, racist man was also fucking Is that why boys? the Papa John's guy quit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, I can't take these threats anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, you make pizza at home. I'm a pedophile. Home. I'm proud of it. <laughs> it's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. I'm taking my own child home. To, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I bought him at the supermarket. Uh, oh, my guests have no idea. Um, I don't know. So, but so I got, I got stoked a little bit, admittedly, because there's a um, there's a bar at this place, and one of the guys who works there is like. It's one of those fucking hip restaurants. They look like us of tattoos and shit, of like upside down crosses and stuff, and. Uh, there's like a guy. There's this this bartender or this bar manager that um named like one of the the craft beers like the custom ones. You get to name them, you know. He named it the Pizzagate, and so like the fucking Reddit kind of inflamed and blew up after oh, yeah. that. There's all these pictures of him and shit, and just these conspiracy theorists and stuff. Um, this is a mess, but there's a legitimate chance that someone could blow up my pizza delivery job because of fucking Roseanne's TV show, you know. So like. There is kind of a funny way to die. It right? would be hilarious. <laughs> I think about it all day. Then, like, like harmonica would play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Camera pans circular across the rubble. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. John Goodman's there. Uh, <laughs> Clearly phoning it in. <laughs> he really does seem like he's phoning it in for this. By the way, it's incredible. If you yeah. see uh, Cloverfield Lane or whatever, he's a different person. Yeah. Different character. I mean. I can't tell. Like, a lot of them seem like they're kind of... It's just so obviously a paycheck, you know? But uh, what's her name? Uh, Roseanne. No, not Roseanne. (laughs) Uh, The daughter, uh, Darlene, right? Sarah Gilbert. 
she's the one who I noticed like through both episodes and then in the third episode too, which I watched, which you guys didn't punish yourselves with. Why? Uh, <laughs> I, she is the only one who looks like she wants to be there. Right, she's the only one, the the daughter who has like the the two kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? She, weird, because she's I think she's the worst actress on the show. Really? Yeah, I think I don't Roseanne think is a hundred percent the worst. Yeah, but it's like you can't remove Roseanne's personality from the show because she, it's just like she's such a presence. So like definitely she's phoning it in, and so is John Goodman. She does but, all the funny lines. But the funny lines aside, there's like the moments where she's supposed to be like having these touching moments with like her, you know, her like whatever gender fluid grandkid. Uh huh. And, so and special scene, by the way. I know, right? It, you, you could really feel it in her face how much she cared about that child's safety. You know, <laughs> when she held him and said, "You're a tough kid," and stared blankly into the middle distance. Yeah. <laughs> you know what uh, was been bothering me about this show is because I can suspend my disbelief. I have, I just I watched old TV, so I kind of get it. Like it's just going to be a little hokey or whatever. But there's there's something very clear that's going on, which is that um, so that's it's set twenty years in the future or whatever, and you know there there's this big missing space in time we're all supposed to understand. They keep alluding back to, yeah. and uh, they like keep the Bible exactly, uh-huh. yeah. like, like the story of Christ. Yes, <laughs> uh, they keep referencing like uh, the fact that Roseanne and John Goodman used to be fat. Mm-hmm. And they're still fat. It doesn't yes. make any sense. But they're they clearly. They were much fatter. I mean, but still, though. They were like, noticeably fatter. So fat, though. Yes, but they were. He, you don't. Like, he was so fat in the 90s. He was insane. I mean, he was real fat. He was King, whatever. Uh, that movie. He was King Henry? Um, fat fuck. Yeah, he was yeah. Like fat King fuck. Fat fuck. <laughs> My point, though, is, like, Roseanne is, like, it seems like she had that written in. Like, oh, you guys are going to keep referencing all this weight I've lost. And I guess I didn't watch the original show that much. So I'm just like, but you're, like, fat. What the fuck are you doing? Like, you're, (laughs) these jokes don't make sense. You're going to come in with the pussy hat and talk about my tight body. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Another thing that makes this all the more, (laughs) we could zoom out for a second. Another thing that makes this all the more fucked up. I'm going to give this a second. I'm sorry. I'm just picturing no, Roseanne, like her face, but on like a tight body. <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. I mean, oh, yeah, we rules. are ignoring the fact the only reason she's getting away with all this is because people think she's hot. Oh, yeah, yeah. dude, yeah. she's a snack. Uh, but anyway, like the thing that makes this all the more fucked up is uh, that blackish creator, Kenya Barris. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he, they were supposed to air an episode that uh, kind of focused on the NFL kneeling controversy, which is a weird way to put that. And uh, ABC was like, yeah, we amicably agreed not to air this episode. And then, like, the Hollywood reporter was like, yeah, this is not true. <laughs> uh, Kenya Bears was fucking pissed about this. <laughs> and now he's, like, threatening to leave the network and signing a deal with Netflix, breaking his contract. Yeah. So he'll probably get sued, but whatever he gets paid at Netflix will just pay off all that stuff. Uh, Boss move. So, yeah, it, it is, like, it's... For ABC to, like, you know, spit in his face and then go back and sign this fucking deal with Roseanne and pretend they're, you know, uh, delivering some nuanced political shit is uh, absurd. That's my main thing with it because, okay, so, like, the thing I couldn't stop thinking about when I was watching this is the thing that makes me so angry about it is that it's trying to be sold in a way that's very clever. I've been a bartender for years. I know how to sell somebody something. You do is you make them feel <laughs> smart. 
right? what you Alcohol do is will you get sell you them drunk. two drinks, and then they'll drink more. <laughs> I'm just imagining Jake trading a new, you young bartender. <laughs> Pour it into the glass. I mean, you're a con man, though. You got to sell him the bubbles, not the beer. <laughs> uh, there's a subtle fucking thing to getting people uh, hooked on shit and making them feel like they're having an a... empty mug with the rag the whole time <laughs> that way it looks like you're working yeah and then you go up to them and you say you look like you got a lot on your mind kid <laughs> <laughs> i mean you're joking but that's you fucking do that shit all day you sit there you work happy hour you talk to people and you make them feel like they're having this weird cool unique experience right mm-hmm. you make people think shit they're smart right yeah. all alcohol is the same drug Gets you drunk, that's it. But you sell somebody this concept of like, oh, are you Irish? Have you, you like Tullamore do? It's smarter than J-. Just all this dumb shit, right? This fucking Roseanne thing really bothers me because a dumb person is going to watch the show and the show is like beating you over the head with these very obvious concepts yeah. like... This is about this, you know, perceived like wound in American culture. And we're going to have all these heartwarming, like insightful, you know, ways of like seeing that we're all human at the end of the day or whatever. This is like ABC's basic storytelling. It's fucking dumb. But it's so many people I talk to are like, no, no, no. Let me explain it to you. It's actually about Democrats and Republicans. It's so fucking dumb. Like they're selling it like that's this genius meditation on society when like don't fuck with me i know that it's for profit you it's for it's because you know you could make a lot of money off of it but then you go turn around and try to sell it as the smart thing yeah that's kind of frustrating about fighting about the show is people are like i told some friends before i came here that i was going to do the podcast and roseanne they're like what do you think should it have been made it's like what do you think it should have been made has to do with anything people yeah knew they could make a billion dollars off a trump cutesy show and then did it no questions asked it doesn't matter if it's a good idea well like major fucking networks that you know make all their money off of advertisements and you know sell this low brow water down lowest common denominator shit don't like come out and fucking make shows that are really ahead of the curb and edgy and like are gonna spark all these new ideas you know the the thing that everyone's arguing about i think in essence is this concept of whether or not uh politics is downstream from culture right and i'm gonna i would be one to argue that it's not so what that means is that like manipulating culture doesn't affect politics and i think that's true here which is why i think that also this kind of doesn't matter like it's not going to like really make more trumpers or whatever yeah also that means that when you buy a ticket to go see black panther or something you're not really doing activism like these are these are the end products of it just politics means you're black panther's friend <laughs> which is a different honorific title these are these shows are just the end product of a bunch of people focus grouping and going oh we can sell this because enough people already like it yes. you know they're they're a an end product of that line. They're not like, oh, we can change Americans' minds by making something that makes people think, you know? It's like no. the other way around. What I was thinking was that it's it was a network who had seen that they'd bought a lot of public goodwill by having a highly multicultural uh, lineup of sitcoms, right? By having been known for so long as the network that has gay people in a family sitcom, Asian people in a family sitcom, black people in a family sitcom, that they were then like, oh, we have enough goodwill at this point that we can push it in the other direction and still 
come out at about a net zero. Time to cash yeah. in with some white power. <laughs> some white power by some white powder around the room. Let's do this. ABC, fuck yeah. Do they even kind of reference it in the third episode? Because there's a moment where Roseanne and uh, John Goodman are asleep on the couch and they wake up, and she's like, oh, we slept all the way from wheel to camel. And then he's like, oh, we missed that multicultural lineup of sitcoms. And she's like, they're just like us. There, I saved you two hours. That's weird, because like that, the, the show you're watching that that joke is on is also that fucking dumb. Yes. So, I don't know. It's like meta. No, but she meant it racistly. (laughs) (laughs) You know what else I like about this show? Like in true '90s sitcom fashion, there's just one black person. Do they do they explain the black kid? I don't. I don't know. Fucking do that! I love it. Oh yeah. That's great. That's what a Do great they explain mo- it in episode three? No. What? We gotta watch this episode three. <laughs> what a wonderful what a wonderful prop that black child was though. It's that really- kid's gonna grow up one day. That's I have a I have a list of things that I, I wrote down as noticeable things. <laughs> First one, black kid, we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, John Goodman definitely died in the original run. <laughs> did he really? Yeah, did you guys know that? In the no. end of in the end of the original run of Roseanne, John Goodman's character died. How? In the so in the last season there was a plot thing that was that uh, John Goodman had an affair and that he and Roseanne were living separately for the season. And then at the end of the season, the the series finale yeah. was that it's revealed that all of the show was actually a book that Roseanne had written and like she'd embellished some Whoa. parts. Oh, they referenced that on the show. Yes, that's what that book is. Okay, yeah. I see. But then uh Damn, then that dude. John Goodman actually didn't have the affair, it was that he had died and that was her way of like dealing wait, with the wait, loss was to you, make him a monster. Are you saying Dan Dan's his name, right? Dan. Is a ghost? I don't know. <laughs> that they did rule. nothing to explain it. <laughs> that's how he lost all that weight. <laughs> Hmm. But that's why he says in the first episode, he says, uh, why does everyone always think I'm dead? Uh, oh, is this going to be another book? Is, <laughs> is this episode another book? I don't know, dude. There's layers of onions being peeled back. Is our podcast the show? It's either extremely meta, like uh, snow globe universe shit, or some rich people just decided they could shove a bunch of bullshit down our throats and we would take it let me ask if this is on your list and i bet it is and i'm glad you're here for this um the classic trope of the sister cop who is a blatant democrat and won't be stopped you know one of those democrat cops (laughs) (laughs) yeah she's a shrine for her too (laughs) yeah Every other uh, uh, word she says, aside from, I'm glad I voted for Clinton, is just, welcome, thank you for your service. I miss the force. Yeah, I like how poorly constructed that character is. Is There's she a so cop? many, like, fucking ham-fisted homages where she's like, thank you for your service, and then, like, the Marine, like, what, cousin or something? He's like, Son. I'm just here for dinner. He's one of their sons. Is, yeah, is, yeah, is he's just military. around. He has no other qualities besides just being a Marine. He keeps yeah. staring a thousand yards away. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I, I mean, I do kind of enjoy the fact that they made just a fucking wacky, like, stupid Kramer character out of, like, a dorky neoliberal type, but, yeah. like, that should be happening from the left. That yes. would be f- a funnier show, you know? Uh, 
there is and that would be called Brozan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it'd be Roseanne living with a bunch of Bernie bros. <laughs> yeah. How how much of her uh the the sisters uh conversation with the director do you think went like her being like how did you think that take was and the director being like okay louder and with your eyes wide open yeah (laughs) just completely portray yourself as every frothing fucking nightmare that these trump people have about you know liberals or whatever i'm a life coach (laughs) yeah right and i'm mad at you she looks like a contestant on the price is right or something (laughs) (laughs) yeah um, yeah, she does seem to have like a strange amalgam of skills with the life coach and cop thing, and she's like doing political work. I've never met someone like that, and I've been waiting my whole life. Well, but that huh. was a that was a hallmark of the show in its original run was that like Roseanne had like ten jobs over the course of the series, mm-hmm. and I think her sister did too. I think they all kind of did. Was that like kind of part of the idea of it? Is that like in portraying this like white working class family, like part of it is that like you don't have a defined career necessarily. It's like at the beginning she works at the factory and then she get you know, she walks out and gets fired and then like she like works at a restaurant for a bit. She works at a fucking like hair salon for a while. How would she have time for any sitcommy stuff? <laughs> would she just be working uh, all the fucking time? Or writing a book. Uh, writing yeah, a book? that's the real question is when the fuck did she write that book? <laughs> Mm. You get real fat if you don't sleep. That's the rule. <laughs> She's a Snorlax. Um, okay. We could do the, an episode by episode breakdown. I mean, I wrote down a ton of shit. Jeremy, yeah, yeah, Jeremy's got more. Lead us through uh, what you got here. You seem like you've been up all night uh, putting yarn no, on cork boards and shit. Before. You look as tired as Roseanne. <laughs> That's true. I'm running out of ends to burn this candle. Season 29 of Roseanne, she's running a podcast with a Patreon <laughs> trying oh. to support her children. This is the real most noticeable thing. If we want to do an episode rundown, we could do that. I'm not going to lead it because this is not my podcast. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I will say the one really noticeable thing that I cannot stop thinking about, and I rewound it and watched it so many times, was that scene <laughs> when uh, when the older sister comes in and she's like, I'm going to be a surrogate. And everyone's like, no, you're not. And then like yeah. the, the Hillary sister is like, oh, she is. And they have their little argument. And then John Goodman is just like standing in the back of the room and he just like throws something at the floor. <laughs> you want to know what I think about it? And then he just walks into the garage. Yes. Is that seriously the best take they got of John Goodman <laughs> yeah. throwing something on the floor? There's also that part where he like... There's also... <laughs> Dude, it's so poorly edited and shot. Like there's that part where he misplaces his gun. And he's like, they're in the basement, and it's like in the Ben and Jerry's cup or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And um, his, her daughter comes down, and the, she like can't know he has a gun, and she like turns around and clearly sees John Goodman holding the gun. Yes. And Rose is like, hey, over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He doesn't seem to give a fuck at all. He's just like, I'm a giant. I can just lumber around in the background, and uh, you know, I'll mostly be in the frame. Just a but wall yeah, of plaid. The show is like the logical end to. I mean, this is like kind of a hacked like take, but like it's like the logical end to America, where like Roseanne is back on in a subpar reboot. Donald Trump is president, and they're both part, essentially informally partnering to take down America by they're pushing Pedogate conspiracy. <laughs> it's insane. 
Yeah, do you think that the plots will get like you know excessively more wacko pizza gate and hone shit? In on pizza <laughs> until you personally blow up. Because I would imagine that there is like some sort of balance of power between her as the star and then like a network that's like you can't be that crazy. <laughs> you have to be the character, not yourself. There's gonna, there's gonna be a movie sitcom crossover with San Andreas, and The Rock is gonna save people. Yeah. That like that's, fucking that's not out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> There's going to be an earthquake and the rock's going to save people. This is taking kind of a step back, but uh, the main reaction you see on social media to the Roseanne show is just pictures of her dressed as Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> Why is she dressed as Hitler? Okay. She was baking things. I remember when she, that happened. Jews. Baking up the truth about Pizzagate. The, the gingerbread... <laughs> Is supposed to be Jews? Yeah, right? I, t- I remember when that came really out. Fucked up. This is like a few years ago, and uh, it was like a photo shoot <laughs> yeah. she did that was just like edgy comedy shit where she's kind of dressed like Hitler. The joke is she's pulling these fucking Jewish gingerbread, you know, uh, figures, men, whatever the fuck they are, uh, out of an oven, yada, yada, yeah, yada. Gingerbread women, men, yes. children. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> gingerbread watches. Right. <laughs> a big pile of gingerbread shoes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so like a lot of people are kind of, I don't know, I mean, if we're, I I kind of don't really get pulling this up and like showing it to people. I mean, if you're trying to just make a really blatant point of like, look, she's kind of an asshole, like that's... Well, when did she do it? Here's the thing, she didn't do it like during Trump, I think, because she was like a Green Party person like a few years ago. Yeah, but it and also it, wasn't cool to dress as Hitler then. Okay, okay, okay. People didn't know about Hitler in 2012. Here's a, a different time. Here's my problem. Normalized the way he is now. Right. My problem with this, though, is that like, because I want to be a consistent person in what I'm arguing and shit, and I yeah. feel like if I came down really hard on this, as just as her being a comic, I'd be kind of being a hypocrite, because like, you know, I'm friends with, like, Cumtown and those people or whatever. Yeah. Like, I get making a fucked up joke. Yeah. They all did the same photo shoot. <laughs> we all love jizz. I get it. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't fault... If she her politics didn't suck, I wouldn't really fault her for making a Nazi joke. Like, they're funny to to if you're... In... episode, by the way. <laughs> uh, new character, Roseanne, but gay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's, like, not the dangerous part of her politics. The dangerous yeah. part is where she's taking things that are actually fucking happening and framing it in a way where she's reinforcing crazy conspiracy theories like we think we all think alex jones is a monster for doing this so we have to think roseanne is also a monster for doing this you have to like extend that logic yeah alex, you seem like you disagree oh no i have like stuff in my eyes oh, <laughs> it's calm everybody <laughs> I, have, I have cum in my eyes i'm sorry a uh, whole town of it well the other thing i think is being ignored in the broader part of this conversation is that she's like clearly mentally ill yeah. If you yeah. Read, if you read um, uh, these uh, interviews with her and her publicist and management team, she'll be like, "Yeah, I was on a lot of uh, psychoactive psychoactive drugs like uh, a few years ago, and I was having a bad experience with them, and you know, I kind of acted out on the internet." I think she is like a recovering opiate addict. Does she have like bipolar? I heard that she has dissociative identity disorder. Probably. Like what? She had like, someone was talking about her book. I was talking to someone about her book and she has these like breaks in the book where she uh, breaks out into other personalities and like plays characters. Yeah, it's dissociative identity disorder. Yeah, yeah. And I I think that probably factors in. 
who knows maybe she was like an opiate because like a lot of things she was like doing on the internet and lashing out at people like are symptomatic of like opiate withdrawal and people were like very intense and aggressive for no reason which also you know could be associated with that or borderline personality disorder new conspiracy theory i think she is also jill stein <laughs> yeah oh yeah that was a weird twist too, oh wait show. yeah they had a joke in the show i forgot about that where they're uh, they're like i voted for jill stein they're like who's jill stein and they go a doctor yeah yeah, that's Where, why you can tell the show's like written by liberal dorks because yeah. they're very, like yeah, a very prominent comedian comedy writer online was like the twist with uh, her sister being a Jill Stein supporter out of desperation was brilliant. Like, yeah, that's like one of the things that makes me well. Th- these roll my writers ass. are all like writing about they're writing from an angle of like this is about what happened and what caused trump right Uh, so us not being sympathetic enough to these white working class types and also the the liberal on the show oh you know this this is a metaphor for how many people went crazy and lost their minds and strayed from hillary clinton you know protagonist enters the abyss arc i'm still a bougie piece of shit (laughs) (laughs) um I just have one more thing to add to Roseanne's uh, mental illness. Um, Roseanne tweeted at 11.28 p.m. last night, Reba is not a good colonel, not as good as I would be, exclamation point, hashtag Roseanne. I, <laughs> hold on. Yeah. It, it keeps going. Those hearts going. <laughs> I do not believe that Reba eats fried chicken, exclamation point. Especially from the Colonel explanation point. That's what? the whole thing. I don't Whoa. know. Who is Reba? Reba, Reba McIntyre is... the new Colonel Sanders. Yeah, so you know how they keep uh, yes. recasting... Yes. keep Colonel. up, Jeremy. Who is Reba McIntyre? <laughs> Did you even see this season of Colonel Sanders? <laughs> oh, you never watched Reba, dude? Re- no. Reba McIntyre is like a... Um, I think she might have done stand-up at some point, but she's like a real, like, country... Like, sold to, like, country music channel people. Okay. Uh, like female comedy actors you had a sitcom called uh called reba um mm-hmm. and they've recast colonel sanders in those yeah, no, fried chicken ads that. like 10 like they times did, like jim gaffigan and norm mcdonald so she's colonel sanders right now but what's weird about Ooh, this controversy what's weird about this rose colonel no thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah what <laughs> we um ruining Why my no childhood <laughs> Um, <laughs> what's weird about this though, is that like, I, maybe that's from the show. I can't really tell because it was clearly in between her live tweeting, watching her own show because there's like some straight up just jokes from the show. Yeah. Uh, here's one. There's no books on how to raise kids. Hashtag Roseanne. Next one. Watch the tag guys. I don't know what that means. Next one. Hashtag Roseanne is great. <laughs> yeah. Get it trending. Uh, I start doing that. I'm gonna do hashtag Jeremy on all my tweets. <laughs> <laughs> you should hashtag Roseanne on all your tweets. <laughs> Next one, all caps, nude scene. Hashtag Roseanne. That's it. Um, and then this fucking Reba thing, which leads me to think she's just like nodding off on psychoactive pills and shit, and like was live tweeting the commercial in between. So do you think that it might be like a Brian Wilson sort of a scenario? What was the scenario there? Where becoming like, de- where she's becoming like detached and almost yeah, and yeah. so then she has like a psychiatrist, like a, a is it Paul Giamatti in that movie, the Brian Wilson movie oh, where John Cusack uh, plays I, Brian I never Wilson? Saw it, it, but I'm, I love yeah, Brian they, I think it's Paul Giamatti is is his psychiatrist. The point is that the story is that like he was like kind of schizophrenic, 
and then he had this psychiatrist who like really took advantage of him and gave him like a ton of drugs until he was like completely sonked out and then he just like lived off of him for a long time and like made all his money off of like royalties from Beach Boys <laughs> shit and whatever <laughs> and, and some touring when he would, went back to touring too. yeah because like I saw Brian Wilson like two years ago he played for like 35 minutes and then in the middle of one of his songs he just walked off stage Whoa. And like, didn't come back for like ten minutes, and then did his encore, and then finished. Weird. But he seemed so. Deta- I mean, it was a fine concert, but he seemed so detached and out of it. And then, well, so uh, I think that's over now with like the doctor and all that. Yeah. But like, the point is that he he had this psychiatrist who was like controlling him and manipulating him. And so I'm wondering if like Roseanne maybe is like she's, she's a Manchurian she's Roseanne. Yeah, exactly. And she's Manchurian got some like Roseanne. she's got some uh, psychiatrist who's like a maga chud, and he's just like he's like yes, Roseanne, go back to television. Oh like, yeah, pushing her out the some door. Psychotic doctor. <laughs> she's trying to kill John Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> Do you- that's half of the director's job is just keeping her from stabbing John Goodman. <laughs> given um, given all the cliches, do you think they'll like double down and do like a incest honey boo boo plotline? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, my theory on it is because it's like written by a bunch of fucking Hollywood liberal types that aren't really hip to like a lot of the shit we're talking about. Is you probably like I just I'm waiting for them to write like. Cletus the slack-jawed yokel, basically. Yeah. Just like, you're a bunch of dumb fucking redneck idiots or whatever. But, oh, we put a heartwarming twist at the end where we're all still humans or whatever. Uh, Episode three. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta see this third episode. You gotta see it. No, uh, so you know how in the first two episodes, uh, the daughter's daughter is, like, barely a character? Yeah. (laughs) She's just kind of, like, walking around just like, "Uh, I'm gonna go to school. And you're like, okay, I guess that's where she's going. Uh, yeah. In the third episode, she gets caught uh, shoplifting, and the mom is like, that's fucked up. But before that, the mom's like letting her walk all over her, and Roseanne's like, you can't let her walk all over you. Uh, and then she like lashes out at Roseanne and is like, you guys are a bunch of fucking dumb hillbillies, and I hate you. You suck. Oh, nice. Oh, no. And then like the daughter is like, well, those dumb hillbillies will fucking get in their truck, and they'll come and drag you out of whatever well you fall down they care you oh know? yeah it's literally yeah, yeah. exactly that it's like these are a bunch of hicks but also oh wait I, of gold. I saw a clip from that episode where she shoves her face in the sink yep. uh-huh. she's like she this is a hillbilly her. spa you know she waterboards her and she's like you see sean hannity was right this isn't torture <laughs> i'm not sure if there's even like these political themes like i might be looking too hard i think this is just a huge gumbo of like phrases and ideas from like the last election cycle that just go away the show is actually yeah. modeled off gumbo <laughs> <laughs> Hello, you haven't said anything for 10 minutes <laughs> it's a down home style dish that you can eat with your uncle who doesn't like the gays now, you see, when you're making a sitcom, you want to get a dark roux going. You want to get a roux going there. <laughs> I love, I love it how it's real, Brad. <laughs> the boy's supposed to be androgynous, but you don't, it doesn't really click the first time because all he's doing, he just has, like, sh- like hair. Yeah. And then he has a unicorn sweatshirt. I'm like, I would have worn that. Yeah. Like, that looks cool. <laughs> yeah, unicorns are cool. Dude, and but you yeah. know over the course of this season, that kid is going to get 
fucked up. You know, <laughs> like they've already made it very clear. John Goodman's right. You know, like, he's going to yeah. be sold yeah. into human trafficking. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to be a pizza game victim. He's going to yeah. be taken, and then Roseanne will have to kill a bunch of Europeans to get him off his heroin <laughs> sex. Uh, campaign. Get under the bed, dude. They're the, going to take you. The like the calculated insanity behind Roseanne, though, like can be d- in one tweet. I saw her arguing with some people, th- and they're like, she's pushing PizzaGate conspiracies, and then Roseanne chimes in. She goes, "Pedogate, not yeah. PizzaGate." <laughs> I love that. <laughs> she, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> oh, for someone that appears to have eaten a lot of pizza. You know? <laughs> she still hasn't gotten to the bottom of it. That's why she was eating so much pizza. <laughs> yeah. She's trying to solve I'll the save mystery. You. <laughs> if I eat them out of pizza, then they can't d- use the front anymore of being a pizza restaurant. Um, yeah. It's fucked up how Trump congratulated her like that night too. Did he call her? Yeah. What a weird thing for the president to do. <laughs> yeah. I must congratulate Roseanne. <laughs> China's put tariffs on again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to be spending $10 for a peach. <laughs> Let me what? call Roseanne. <laughs> Season two of Roseanne. We can't afford a computer, man. <laughs> yeah, he fucking loves TV, man. <laughs> Like he just sits and watches TV. Part part of like this no platforming whatever argument is like, yeah, maybe it's bullshit. Like maybe this show won't affect that much because politics is not downstream from culture. But like the president watches TV. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, honestly, I, it's never been a more direct form of democracy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I think it will. Like just because there's going to be more, you know, right leaning, right sympathetic bullshit coming from abc in coming years or and some other networks who are trying to emulate to roseanne my theory on it kind of is that um politics is not downstream from culture is a rule that applies to the left and not the right because the left fucks itself up the left has these ideas um where they offer like representation and a fucking movie that's vaguely about some liberal ideas or whatever as a substitute for actual left change at all Mm -hmm. and that's like the big trick you know like instead of actually doing anything we're gonna give you a superhero movie but on the right they just kind of use like culture as this weird fuel for a frothy rage they work themselves into and then they go do all the shit you know it's not like a the thing where they pull the rug out from under you fiver style doers they go out there and they get racism done. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Racist Fiverr ads. <laughs> Why yeah. think about beating up the black guy next door when you could do it? Fiverr. Get, get off 4chan. Deactivate your Twitter. Deactivate your Facebook. Go punch a Hispanic. <laughs> yeah. um, what do you think the season finale is going to be? Ooh. Anybody? I'm guessing... Um, Similar to that Law and Order we watch, Antifa breaks into Roseanne's house, <laughs> and they take the trans kid to add to their commune. Uh, yeah, that's probably it. Uh, and season two is John Goodman fighting to get him back. Her daughter's <laughs> gonna get addicted to like crocodile or something, <laughs> <laughs> and that uh, Roseanne's gonna fucking meet Bernie Sanders and call him a fag or something. <laughs> Um, the mysterious black kid gets really into spirit cooking. <laughs> <laughs> they have to have a sit down heart to heart with their 
orphan child that lives with them. But then they learn something too. <laughs> trying to cook. Uh, I think it's going to end with like a deeply inappropriate for network television, like hardcore close up of like a very violent. Uh, uh, I, I don't know what like the PC term for like the the face fuck is <laughs> it's face fuck it's making love to a face yes of, of, <laughs> of, of what could be like a probably a body double honestly of Donald Trump uh, to Roseanne <laughs> out sex work is that it <laughs> uh, uh, yeah and she has like some snappy one liner about like no, no snappy one liner it just ends with <laughs> that shot and then it like slows down turns black and white and then the credits roll <laughs> It is very hard to get in a snappy one-liner mid-Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> shit. Yeah, I guess uh, <laughs> I guess we should wrap this up. Um, We've gotten all the way to Facebooking. Yeah, that's where... I was going to go in more on that, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's where we Still got good. time. I don't know. If you got sexy kinks uh, that are demonized, uh, where does that fall on the political spectrum, you know? Like, where's the line on that? Uh, like, face fucking. I guess it's it, violent. It kind of so depends, bad. right? Yeah. <laughs> like, John Wayne Gacy was into, like, slave sex and right. stuff. But and he was a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bernie Sanders, you're not even a Democrat, sir. If you take away anything... Like John Wayne episode, Gacy. John Wayne Gacy was a Democrat. <laughs> that, dude, that photo with Rosalind Carter is so fucking funny to me. Have you seen that? No, no. Uh, so, like, De John Wayne Gacy was this huge Democratic organizer uh, before he got caught. Are you <laughs> so, serious? Yeah. Yeah. It's really yeah. funny. Yeah, in Illinois and stuff. He was, like, super successful and popular. He raised a lot of funds. I'm surprised <laughs> the Republicans aren't still talking about it. <laughs> but that's, the, like, every... Every now and then, like, someone will bring up, like, the Democrats of the 70s and 80s, and then someone will post that photo of Rosalind Carter standing with John Wick Gacy at a fundraiser. <laughs> it's so funny. Is he in clown makeup, too? Uh, I wish. <laughs> He's holding a dead kid. It's awful. <laughs> That's probably why Archie Bunker was so mad back then. You know? <laughs> ah, Edith, these Democrats, they drill a hole in your head. <laughs> Try to turn you into a sex zombie. Oh, like we did. These Democrats, they're always, they're always dressing up as clowns, just, fucking little boys, and murdering them. Oh, Archie, it's not all Democrats. Yeah. <laughs> <Or> stifling. Oh. <laughs> oh, God, how's the song go? Like, the clown was running dominoes. <laughs> Uh, Is that Wesley Willis? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to remember that fucking song goes from All in the Family where they sit around the piano and they're oh. like, those were the days. <laughs> um, that's all I got. <laughs> I believe this song is. Well, that's as good a place as any to wrap up these uh, this this meditation on the white working class we've gathered here yeah, to bros. spoon feed you idiots in front of your tv boxes um you know so you'll get smarter and not make the exact same mistakes in the next election cycle turn on some smart stuff like bill maher uh i don't know just like final jerry springer final thoughts on this um i kind of think like the arguments that are going around about it are um they're kind of moot like 
you know, everybody was like kind of arguing about it online. I got into that thing with fucking Funches and all those people about it. And, uh, you know, I don't think it's like, I don't think it really matters that this is happening and it's just going to keep happening and whatever. TV's fucking dumb. You know, it's just selling shit to the lowest common denominator or whatever. But uh, the argument a lot of people were putting forth was like, oh, wow, you know, you you guys, uh, you get so mad, you know, when this happens on the other side, but you know, now you want to censor this TV show and, like, you think it should be taken down. I was kind of joking about, quote-unquote, no platforming Roseanne. Um, you're allowed to have an opinion about the TV show. I just think it sucks, you know? Isn't that yeah. what TV shows are it was for? Bad. Yeah. That's the thing. It's a bad show. <laughs> she could have been a complete, like, amazing leftist. Like, everything she said, I could have agreed with, and I still would have been like, this show kind of blows. Well, also, like, <laughs> yeah. the fact that she got a show, I think that sucks. And that's just all, that's the whole statement. I'm not like, you know, she should be whatever. I mean, I kind of think she should be. But, like, that's think not even what's going on. comedians that could get that show. I will watch when Roseanne is an anarcho-primitivist and not one day before. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, I agree. The Third world Maoist should... Roseanne. <laughs> I kind of had this thing, same thing that happened when I watched The Last Jedi and I thought it sucked. And, like, I just went, like, I thought that was a bad movie. And all these people online were like, you're just an angry basement bro. You Fuck wanted, you, you know, there to be less women in the movie. And shit. I just, like, thought it. I watched a movie and I got out and then... I told somebody I was with, like, that's what movies are for, right? Yeah. You're supposed to consume them that's, and then I, go, that was good or bad, you know? Yeah, it's I, like, thought, I thought the Ghostbusters reboot was real bad. Yeah, it kind of like, sucked. It was real bad. And then, like, I was in, I was talking to somebody and someone who was, like, really psyched about it. I'm like, yeah, but this was, like, a huge plot hole at the end. And she's like, yeah, but how's that different from other movies? I'm like, yeah, but those other movies suck too like yeah. this can all like i don't how i don't understand how that's an argument that's like yeah. i i after uh black panther i left black panther i'm like aesthetically it was cool but it's still a dumb action movie yeah you you know take wow. take those words back colonizer <laughs> uh. i didn't realize this was a privilege hour <laughs> privilege Steve. oh this is outrageous <laughs> this is outrageous i have not seen black panthers <laughs> i haven't wow. seen it either that's way worse <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i don't know i haven't seen any of those movies you were like supposed to see i'm gonna get them all knocked out in one day get my social justice cred back up or whatever that sounds like a fun day yeah it sounds horrible <laughs> uh <laughs> i've always had this social idea justice day <laughs> Social <laughs> Justice Day, where I watch eight movies. I just watched <laughs> Moonlight Martin, five times. <laughs> do it on Martin Luther King Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just watch Black Panther and Wonder Woman and Coco and shit. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess my like my whole button on the end of that is just like what are, like what is it, what happened? Like, what does it even mean to watch a movie anymore? We're in this like, very postmodern state where like every single thing you consume is like you're just in the most hyperbolic way either really really good or bad for either liking it or not you know um it just sucks it's fucking you should it's lame that they gave a show to a maggot should and like if enough people were like hey fuck you then maybe that wouldn't happen you know yeah totally it's not that hard to be like fuck this person and this show yeah, I'm not. It's like you can't boycott it. Millions of people are gonna watch yeah. it. I don't care I don't that really much. Judge anyone for watching it? Like I blame maybe I'm more mad at like ABC for fucking doing it because they yeah. know what they're doing. Right. 
right. I'm more mad at Jeremy than you two for watching a third episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were third helpings. How many did you watch, Alex? I watched two, but I really didn't want to watch the second one. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to keep watching it. I want to know what the fuck no. happens. I'm in, I'm this in, is a Roseanne podcast yeah, now. Yeah, dude. Roseanne's. <laughs> every fucking week. <laughs> this is just like in episode six where the neighbor turns out to be gay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, fuck it. Um, anybody? Plugs, final plug. thoughts, anything? When's this coming out? Tomorrow. Uh, I got a couple. I'm at Friends of Lovers tomorrow. Excited about that show at 8 p.m. And then another show next Saturday on the 14th, if you're listening. Uh, Bluebird, Brooklyn, 8 p.m. Cool. Uh, check out my podcast with Alex Patak. It's called Ballin' Out Super. We Super. watch Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that it isn't that podcast right now. Honestly. Right? Yeah, yeah, it feels weird. Uh, I'm sure some of you are listening. Hi, guys. <laughs> also, check out my show, Two Minutes to Late Night. Yeah, uh, come see my weekly show on Sundays at 7. It is at Sing Sing on Ave A. It's called Bad News. It's a comedy show. We've Fun show. Jeremy and Raghav. And maybe soon, Jake. Whoa. <laughs> mm-hmm. Super. I mean, he's not booked yet, but it's conceivably <laughs> possible. Um, I'll take it. I'll do it. <laughs> It's on tape now. You can't stop me. Okay. Um, well, if this Friday, uh, I'm on the Hard Times live at Tender Trap. Yeah. With yeah. old J Bone over here. That's right. Um, yeah. Both of you guys. Oh yeah, it's we're tomorrow. all on that shit. See uh, you guys tomorrow. I don't think it's physically possible you, for this Raga. to come out and you listen to the whole thing yeah, and show me. up on time for that show. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> oh yeah, that is tomorrow. What? Yes. Snook up on me. Um. I think I got a couple other things in town. Uh, Whatever, I'll post them online. But uh, my main thing is I would like to announce I'm going on tour with Mishka Shubali. We're going from uh, Detroit through, I think we're going from West Virginia, Detroit, Chicago, um, Madison, Wisconsin, all the way down to Denver. And then I might be going further from there. Haven't really booked it all out yet. Uh, we're going doing... on tour with a Russian bot. Yes, my compro Matt Mishka Shubali. No, he's a, a alcoholic uh, guitarist that I know who didn't influence uh, anything. Uh... <laughs> 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 Actually, <laughs> he was under the influence. Of the whole election. You know what I'm yeah. saying, folks. Death of Stalin ruled, by the way. He drinks. Death Stalin like ruled. Yeah, Good movie. Go great. see that instead of Roseanne. <laughs> Mishka, if you don't know him, I'm a big fan of his. He's um, an, he's an ex-drunk. Uh, I met him when he was opening for Stanhope way back in the day, and uh, he was currently drunk. And then he kind of famously got sober and wrote a bunch of books about it and shit. And um, Gross. Like Roseanne. <laughs> Uh, and still hangs out with uh, dirtbags and stuff and goes on tour with them and shit. Um, but he's really cool if you like sad bastard singer-songwriter shit. Um, yeah. He fucking rules. Um, so we'll be doing a bunch of shows where he plays music and sometimes he does jokes. And I'll be doing jokes. We'll be doing house shows and all this bullshit. And uh, come out. I'll hang out. Uh, I'll put I'll, t- I'll put a, I'll pin a tweet with all the dates once they're all hammered out. All right. Face fucking. Super. Super. <laughs> 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 
Yakakebai. 